Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Valentine's Day. Welcome everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers Now. That one goes out to the one I love. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. 1207 in Edmonton. Oilers Now brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day. World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Um, we got a lot going on, <laughs> and maybe not as much as we thought it might be. <laughs> I was over at Rogers Place for today's Oilers practice. No Leon Drysaddle nor Evander Kane will wait an update today from Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. That's our top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. So, those guys were not on the ice. Kyler Yamamoto on the ice. Devin Shore recalled from the minors after being placed on waivers Saturday, or Sunday rather, and being assigned to Bakersfield yesterday. Hmm. Clem Costin was on the ice. Yamamoto out there. And the Oilers, the waivers have just come across right now, and uh, there are no Edmonton Oilers players on waivers, which theoretically might mean that Edmonton does not activate Kyler Yamamoto for tomorrow night's game. That is a distinct possibility. That could be one of the things that might occur here in the short term. I guess maybe there might be a trade at some point, but I don't think there's anything imminent in that regard. Uh, We'll also talk on today's show a little about uh, Eric Carlson. Whether or not logic dictates that it's, you know, if the Sharks do move them, are we looking at an off-season trade? Can you even make an in-season deal, given that, I don't know, 16, 17, 18 teams are currently in LTIR? 12.35 today, Hart Levine will join us from Puckpedia. And at 105 today, Sportsnet spec, Mark Spector for Aquarian Renovations. I do want to mention Frank Saravalli for the horses and horse racing in Alberta is flying back from the Super Bowl. Frank is a Philadelphia native, obviously uh, won't be super happy with the ending of the game on uh, Sunday night. Uh, Frank will join us for the horses and horse racing Alberta on the Wednesday edition of Orders. Now, Brian Lawton will also be making an appearance on Wednesday's, Wednesday's show as well. Brendan Escott is here with us as well today. Brendan 
Brendan, how are you? Things are good this morning, Bob. We had a, a bit of a printer malfunction. Might have to give Hugh Porter a call here sooner rather than later. There, there we go. Yeah. We're all right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, today's a big day in the Canadian Football League. We're going to be monitoring and watching that as well because 6.30 Chet isn't just the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers. They're also the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Elks. Let's do it. Let's do a quick update at this time. I believe they've signed uh, two potential uh, offensive players. Is that right? Yeah, they've got a couple uh, wide receivers added officially now, and in particular, Eugene Lewis, who spent the last four years or five years in Montreal, uh, has been a a back-to-back-to-back East All-Star, was the most outstanding player nominee last year. So this guy's the real deal. He was probably the crown jewel of the free agent market. I believe this deal, Bob, in fact, takes him up to the highest paid player that isn't a quarterback in the whole league. So there's Eugene Lewis, and they also have Kyron Moore, who comes over from Saskatchewan, likely to take over a big role in the uh, kick return game. Didn't they sign a, a big-time wide receiver last year that ended up back with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? Yeah, Kenny Lawler is is the man. And when he was on the field for Edmonton, he was dynamite last year, but he links back up with his old Blue Bombers squad. All right, uh, here's an update, and we'll have this audio here for you shortly. Jay Woodcroft, Tony Brar has tweeted out, uh, Brendan's friend Tony Brar, uh, maintenance days for both Leon Dreisettle and Evander Kane, and he expects them in the lineup tomorrow against Detroit. Evander Kane against Detroit uh, had a couple different mail and in the second one, uh, took a cross-check in the back uh, that uh, was not pretty. Actually, that game ended with Brett Kulak and Robbie Fabry tied up at the end of the game. That is not a fight that Robbie Fabry should be taking. Brett Kulak, to me, has played with a little bit more... Uh, assertiveness of late. Of course, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. George Thurgood and the Destroyers take the stage at the River Cree May 4th. Info and tickets at the com. I went to high school with a couple guys who said at that time I looked like George Thurgood. And I was like, geez, I feel bad for George. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line 78 for making that comparable. Uh, text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. To our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Uh, well, one of the things that uh, occurred, again, um, no Leon Dreisettle and Vander Kane on the ice for today's practice. Jay Woodcroft expects them both to play tomorrow. Here is what Reed will tweeted out uh, with the line combinations. Again, I was down there, but uh, Reed uh, fired away at the lines. Uh, Clem Costin was back today after not playing against the Montreal Canadiens. It was Connor McDavid with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman. Devin Shore could very well be a placeholder with Clem Costin and yes, Apolliarvi. Ryan McLeod with Matthias Yamark and Warren Fogel. Derek Ryan with Dylan Holloway and Kyler Yamamoto. All seven defensemen were on the ice as well. All right, here we go. Here we go. We're going to head into the orders now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. We'll get into a bit on Carlson and Chikrin a little bit later on. Uh, Direct Workwear, proud to offer on-site Seamstress Services and embroidery. Get your workwear, have it customized all in one trip. Friday, Elliot Friedman was on the show. He had these comments on the state of the NHL trade market. I think for the most part, it's a buyer's market. 
Um, that said, I think there are some exceptions. Like, I think Meyer, Timo Meyer, is an exception. Um, you know, I think the, the thing that this is going to come down to, Bob, is who decides what pieces multiple teams are going to go after. Like, I think Gavrikov, for example, has got a few different teams looking at him. That probably drives his situation up a bit. I think Barbashev is a guy that's got a few different teams looking at him, which drives up the price a bit. I think, and so find me those guys, like Tarasenko, St. Louis got a first round pick, but there wasn't a huge market for him because A, he didn't want to go a lot of places, and B, some teams didn't like the way he was playing this year. So that was a player who held the hammer and the Rangers had an ability to get another player out of that deal, too. So I think that was a situation where it was a buyer's market. I think for the most part, it's a buyer's market because there are different options than just one player. I think there are certain players, and Meyer is number one on the list, where the buyers know they're going to have to pay up. All right, that's Elliot Friedman, uh, courtesy of Abe's Door Service. He joins us every Friday on uh, Orders Now and uh, on the state of the trade market. Again, buyer's market. We are looking, uh, today's the 14th, 17 days until the NHL trade deadline. One of the things that's maybe changed the complexion for the, and remember, Ken Holland has repeatedly stated money in, money out. Keep that in mind. One of the things that's maybe changed the organizational need, specifically on defense, a lot of people thought the Oilers needed a shutdown presence, is the emergence of Vincent DeHernay, who the Oilers had a lot of information on, and frankly, some confidence. The guy led the American League last year in plus-minus. Keith Gretzky knows the player well. Keith Gretzky oversees the Bakersfield Condors. He had these comments yesterday on Oilers Now about DeArnay's immediate NHL impact. It doesn't surprise me. Vinny, Vinny really worried about his defensive positioning and, you know, Mance and, and, you know, now with Keith down here, they've done a really good job of, of you know, make him realize what he is and he he realized what there he's going to be a shutdown guy and and once you realize what you're going to be it's it's a major step in any player and you look at Vinny spent a lot of time down here um he had some bad luck in 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 preseason and before camps and things like that but when you put in the time and the hard work that he's he's put in you knew that Eventually, he was going to get a chance, and 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 great for him. And you know, that's the end of the day, Bob. It's that's what the American League is about. You want to win, of course, but it's our our major factor is developing these players. So, whenever Edmonton calls, that they're ready, and and you know, it's not like a tryout to see how they're doing. And and Vinny's, you know, hats off to him because you know he's put a lot of time into it. All right. Uh, that is uh, Keith Kretzky talking yesterday about the impact of Vincent DeHernay. And I think a lot of fans really like him. And the state of the Oilers' defense is one of the biggest things out there. Brendan, you wanted to jump in. I, I mentioned earlier Kulak may be playing with a little bit more physicality to go for it. The floor yeah, is yours. And this is, to me, uh, the positive byproduct that you talk about when you've got that internal competition. You've got guys like DeHarnay and Broberg pushing right now for more ice time. And you can't tell me that's not a motivating factor for Brett Kulak and finding different ways to make himself equally stand out because the youngsters are performing right now. So all of this, that's a good thing. Do you know, uh, since Christmas, the Edmonton Oilers are 12, 
four and three. Philip Roberg has played 17 of those 19 games. He missed the first couple with an injury. He's plus 13 in those games. Okay, He's played a lot with Bouchard, who's gone from a double digits minus to, or, you know, um, I think he's minus four. Um, DeHarnay has now played, I guess, what are the orders? Nine, one, and two in 12 games. He's played 12 games. He hasn't been minus in one game yet. Now, they are being sheltered. We must establish that. Like Bouchard, I put a tweet out today just for you-know-what and giggles. And part of the reason why I put it out is I get this sense at times that there are some people that solely look at a defenseman. It's easy to sit there, and 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 it is important to stop cycles, absolutely. And you need to play with urgency, and you need to be firm and physical. But there's also a degree of subtlety. So what I did is I asked people... And again, you, this was on Bob underscore Stoffer on the on the Twitter account. I said five on five the last two seasons. Player A, eleven goals, forty four points, plus one fifty four point seven percent expected goal share. Played roughly twenty one hundred minutes of time on ice. Player B, four goals, thirty eight points, minus eight, forty six and a half percent expected goals share. Played just about twenty three hundred minutes. So obviously those stats, and you can say I cherry-picked those stats, and maybe there's a degree of truth to that. But just hear me out here. Those stats would suggest that player A is probably a decent player. And the numbers, when you see that ratio of goals to assists, we're obviously talking about the two defensemen. So with the Detroit Red Wings coming to town, the two D-men I was talking about, player A, with the 11 goals and 44 points, plus one, 54% goal share. That's Evan Bouchard. The player B was Moritz Sider, who many people think is maybe one of the best three or four young defensemen in the National Hockey League. Now, Bouch, in fairness, is a couple years older. Bouch has been more sheltered than uh, Bouchard's been more sheltered than Sider. But you go to Detroit and they talk about Sider almost on the level of Kale McCarr. And at times, if you listen to the airwaves here or on Twitter, Brendan, I got to tell you, there's there's times where I'm sensing that people are, you know, they're starting to kick Bouchard's teeth in here. This guy hasn't even played 200 games yet in the National Hockey League. And I would suggest to you, and I can 100% guarantee this happened two years ago when we were in the bubble. There were people questioning Dave Tippett and Jim Playfair for not playing Evan Bouchard and playing both Caleb Jones and Ethan Bear ahead of him, okay? Because there were people that thought that Bouchard had a higher ceiling. So here we are two years later. Bouch had a real good second half last year, obviously with Duncan Keith. He has not had as good a year this year. Moritz Sider hasn't had as good a year this year for the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Philip Hronick has taken on. Insider's got some tough minutes. He he plays tougher minutes than Bouchard, but Bouchard's still a player, which circles back to the internal competition and drive, and Brendan, you nailed it, for the defense. Do you necessarily have to do something at this time? I think we all have an expectation. Again, Ken Holland, money in, money out. He said in an interview with Ryan Rashog, 
on his podcast. He said it in an interview with Daniel Nugent Bowman on The Athletic. He said it in an interview uh, with Jason Greger. He said it in an interview with Mark Spector, okay? He said it in an interview with our, us on our show last uh, Tuesday when we were in Detroit. Money in, money out, which means if there's going to be a move, it's probably going to get made closer to the NHL trade deadline. Now, Stoffer, what does that have to do with Eric Carlson? I'm going to ask you to do something. Imagine if you may, you own the San Jose Sharks. Hey, Haslow, you own the team. It's Mike Greer coming in. He already asked you to retain a significant amount on the Brett Burns trade. So I think I can get three first-rounders or three first-round equivalents, which means former first-rounders and a first, you know upcoming first-rounder. But we're going to have to eat, I don't know, 35% of the contract on Eric Carlson, who, by the way, in the offseason, nobody thought they could move that contract. He's had an unbelievable year. He has. He's also closing in, a, you know, he's, what is he, 33? How many of you, if you owned a company, would want your manager to trade away a guy and eat, thir- let's just, just say, for you know 35% of the money for the next four years to a division rival? Would you want to do that? And is that something that can be executed in season when 17 of the teams are in LTIR? Or is that a summer trade? Does it make more sense that it occurs in the course of the summer? I think Jacob Chikrin does get traded before the you know by the NHL trade deadline. I wonder if I were running the San Jose Sharks, if I wait and make a deal at the draft for Eric Carlson. What about you, Brendan? What makes more sense? This is an interesting one because I think the safer move for everybody is to just hold off here. I think about the ramifications. You're right. They're paying, I think it's like $2.89 million for Brent Burns, something along that. I think that's the largest that somebody's retained in any deal. Yeah. Ever. So are we going to ask them to do that a second time to move out their other top defensemen? I mean, how bad do you think that Wilson was at signing those deals? How much of the onus are you willing to put on him? There's going to be a point here, Bob, if you get rid of of Timo Meyer, for example, you might need to be worried about the cap floor at some point. And does that factor in to Carlson? Or do you worry more so about what kind of picks you're going to be able to recoup? Because it's not like he's a guarantee to win the Norris Trophy year after year, this is probably as valuable as they're ever going to have this asset. So so Eric Carlson sits there, he goes to an NHL All-Star game. The two players from the Oilers that have been there multiple years now are on a team that's on a 7-0-1 run that's finally getting healthy. He's probably looking at it going, that's a pretty good team. The Oilers are good. they got a good team. They're not great. Like, Boston's having a great year. By the way, Boston's had real good continuity, and Anaheim made a bad deal. Gave him Lindholm, changed the complexion of Boston's defense. Boston got rid of their coach. A couple guys, a couple centermen who were a little bit undecided. Krejci came back. Might be the last kick of the can for the Bruins. Just food for thought. It's interesting how they, what was true maybe three months ago ain't true now. Might not be true in three weeks. All right, 1225. We'll come back with NHL today. This is Oilers Now. Brandon. 
Brandon, we have some uh, breaking news here involving the boss. Yeah, the boss is on his way to Alberta for the first time in 20 plus years. He's coming through Roger's place November 6th. If you build it, they will come one day. We'll get everybody on board with that. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamahorn and his staff, Edmonton owned and operated. Brendan Letter Rip. Nine games in the league tonight. Montreal's home to Chicago, Ottawa on Long Island, Winnipeg hosting Seattle. Could do the Oilers a favor by beating up the Kraken tonight. Uh, Oilers are hosting the Red Wings tomorrow on 6.30, Chad, 7.30 game time. Blue Jackets defenseman Vladislav Gavrikov scratched tonight for trade-related reasons just like the Coyotes have been doing with Jacob Chikrin. Alex Ovechkin away from the Capitals indefinitely, attending to a family matter. Bakersfield, a pair on the road in Colorado tonight and tomorrow. The Oil Kings entertain the Calgary Hitmen Saturday at Rogers Place and the number four ranked Golden Bears on a bye into the Canada West semifinal. It starts in two weeks' time, February 24th. Speaking about Bakersfield, uh, on our Oilers Now prospect report coming up in the second hour of the show, we got a comment coming up from Keith Gretzky and maybe their best player right now. So you'll want to hear that as well. We'll head off to the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell when we return in Oilers Now. Puckpedia's Hart Levine. This is Oilers Now.